All right. Sorry, just getting my torture band on. Look, man, I just had a piggy bag. Okay, I'm not going to cut the corners. I'm going to let you know the truth. I've had a biggie bag. And I know the economy suffers different ways, different times. We as a nation worry and we're stressed out. Financial woes are all about bars. But the fact that you can go to Wendy's, this isn't an ad. <laughs> you could go to some random fast food chain. And for $5, you can get a junior double bacon burger. Cheese included, if you'd like. With a side of fries, chicken nuggets, and a drink of your choosing. Is nuts. For $5, I get all that? Like, that, that, that's insane. That's a meal. You know, so as bad as things might be, like the biggie bag, you can find comfort knowing that there's that much opportunity out there. Go somewhere else for $5. There's no way you're bringing a haul like that. It's fantastic. It's amazing. That's what dreams are made of. You know, if you were to dissect the, the physiology of a dream and, and break it down to its atoms and nuclei and nucleus and other nukes stuff. Okay, I haven't been in school for a while. But if you dissected what a dreams are, you would find the biggie bag. And I think I'll have another. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not actually saying anything yet. Really <laughs> Peeps, welcome back to another new episode of Full Circus Musical Edition. My name is Tristan Sartoris. I'm going to drop the shtick now, but I am so happy to be here with you guys today. See that? That's called upwards inflection. Somebody once told me that inflection was everything. Okay, Gandhi. Gandhi said that. And if he didn't, who cares, okay? Don't fact check that. Don't Google it. Don't go find the truth, okay? I don't know where all this came from where we just can't believe the lies. Where'd that go? I don't, I don't care. I don't care about the truth. I don't want it. Fantasyland is way more exciting all the time. So I know people say we shouldn't just make random assumptions, but I like to assume. I like to make up my own stories and just spew baloney wherever I go. Try it. Go to your loved ones, you know, your husband, your wife, your kids, nieces, nephews, whoever it is that believes what you're going to say and just make some stuff up, okay? Just throw some crap out there and let it be. You don't even got to correct it. Just let it happen, you know, and they'll trust you. Now, surely they'll bring that up later and they'll get fact-checked by someone else. But you know what? The point of the game is to just have fun, okay? And sometimes the truth isn't as fun and that's just the facts. So enjoy yourself and let's pay our respects to Gandhi and say whatever we want and just inflect as we please because i am so happy to be here with you guys today right how would you feel if i went down inflection i'm so happy to be here with you guys today i sound like a robot that's falling asleep a robot his batteries are fine he's he's got infinite lifeline and he's still falling asleep that's how bored he is that's not what you want you want energy you want excitement Let's say one of you out there is having some stress, some worry, some strife, and you come to the show looking for a nice escape. And I come out there and I'm like, oh, well, you know, oh, no, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to bring some enthusiasm, okay? I want you to ride the coattails of my excitement. Always go up. So I am so happy to be here with you guys today. <laughs> and I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling refreshed. I'm wearing my new Ohio State shirt. Okay, it's got a hood. That's how you know it's got a little extra flair, okay? A little extra kick. It's a fashion statement. 
I don't know what my thing is about a shirt with a hood on it, but I've always wanted one. This is the first one I've had really ever. I used to steal my older brothers when I was about eight. And at one point, um, oh my gosh, why, why did you do that? You're better than this. Who? I'm not, I'm not better. So anyways, yes, I used to have this hood and I didn't, it was his and I would steal it. And at one point he cut the hood off of it. And I don't know if he knew because I was stealing it because of the hood that he's like, you know what? No more of this. Goodbye hood. And I was pretty upset, so I'm really happy to finally have my own little hood again. It's nice. It's like, is it a sweatshirt? Is it a shirt? I don't know. You know, I like a little mystery in my clothing. I think it it adds a little variety, a little spice. Like I said, flair. Bring that out in the world. Not only do you not know what you're bringing, but other people see you and they go, oh my gosh, who is this guy? What's he up to? Intrigue has now been bestowed upon us both. But anyways... This is my new Ohio State shirt. I've had an old Ohio State shirt that didn't have a hood. <laughs> How lame, right? And I've loved it for a long time. And I've recently got to the point where I'm throwing it away, right? And clothing has this weird lifespan where you get it and it's everything. You want to wear it all the freaking time. So many times that people go, are you bathing at all? You know, that's kind of why I have to even say it on the podcast that I bathe and groom so much because other people will think you haven't, you know. So <laughs> I was wearing this a lot and I loved it. It was my shirt. It just it fits. Okay? It just it fit me in more ways than one emotionally, metaphorically, spiritually. I just I love the shirt and I would wear it to a freaking Easter dinner. OK, it just went. It went. And now it's at this point where I'm giving it up and. And I don't know if that says more about me than the shirt, but it has this weird like span where it means so much and eventually you lose interest and you got to move on. And it's a sad kind of story. You know, I'm I'm a very loyal person, I would say, you know, I think I'm, I'm in it for the long haul and in all ways. But for some reason with clothing, I'm like, you know, we've had our fun. We've had our dances, but I think it's time for. A newer model. <laughs> so I feel bad for the shirt now that I'm explaining it. So if anybody out there is like, these shirts have feelings. It's like Toy Story. You know, they come alive and they know and they want to have purpose and meaning. If you would like to do that to my old stained and hold out Ohio State shirt, hit me up and I will bestow upon you my garbage. All right. So give that shirt some meaning. Give it some purpose. Hopefully it can breathe some more. And also speaking on the tone of bathing and grooming. I did some more of that, you know, showered up for the podcast, got ready. That's what it's all about. But as I said before, and I'm, you know, on the last episode, see, this is a little marketing trick. Okay. It's a snowball trickle down effect where I try and send you to the older episodes and you come back because you don't want to start on the sequel. This is back to the future too, baby. Go check out the origin story where I detail just exactly what I'm doing throughout my weekend and week. But at the risk of excluding other people and inside jokes, I won't risk it. I will tell you, I'm going to watch some dogs, okay? And I didn't want to be itchy facial hair-wise, so I wanted to shave, get a nice shave going. And I can't do a razor shave, okay? I don't know what's up with my, my baby doll-like skin or whatever, but I, I, I break out, I bleed, I bruise. It's horrible. It's a nasty event, so I don't ever do it. I use razor, like clippers, you know. That's how I shave, and I didn't want to get itchy while I was there, so I'm, I've been doing a nice little clean shave up, and then after I did that, I realized that I'm bringing the clippers with me. Waste of time, okay? So 
you know what? It is what it is. It looks, yeah, at least I look fresh and clean for you guys. So, and even more than that, dude, I took it a step further. I wanted to make sure that I would have a length, you know, a clean period of length with this new shave. So I used not just the regular clippers, but the beard trimmers. And the beard trimmers, it's a close shave, but it's just the tiniest blade. It's effective, but it's a long process. You know, it's like digging a hole with a fork. It takes a long time, but at least it's kind of precise. I don't know. So I was pretty upset about that, and I wasted all my time in the end. But you know what? Who cares? You know, just let it be. Let it happen. So I'm feeling good. I'm glad that my face is clean. It will grow so fast. That's why I have to bring the clippers with me. I don't know what it is. Does everyone's facial hair grow this fast? My hair, all hair, it's just, poof, dude. It's like Evan Almighty. Every four seconds it comes back. So I have to come strapped to the, you know, it's high noon. So clean that up. Feeling good. It took way longer than I would like it to because I have so many things I need to get to today. But you know what? It is what it is, right? Gandhi said that it matters not how long it takes to shave, but only that we represent ourselves in the best way possible. So <laughs> I'm excited to go and, and watch these dogs and have a fun time and we'll report back. So speaking on the dogs, dude, she gave me so many details, a list of instructions and things to, to follow. Here's the thing about me, okay? I I can't handle that, you know? I, I've got a sharp memory, okay? I remember everything. Dates, details, times, birthdays of people I will never, ever see again. I know somebody that will never be in my life at one point for the next thousand years, but I still know they're born on October 23rd. So <laughs> I'm great in certain ways. My brain picks up on what it wants to, but with instructions... It's just gone. I can handle like one thing. I'm very tunnel visioned. I think it's it's goal oriented. Like when I see something I'm meant to do or what I'm supposed to chase down, I I want it. Tunnel vision. Let me go get it. So my dad gets mad at me a lot of times because he's like, "All right, Tristan, I'm gonna need you to go pick out the wood." I'm like, "All right, I'm on it." And he's like, "What what are you doing? Come back, come come back here. What are you doing?" So I'm like, "I you told me." He's like, "No, there's way more instruction we gotta get to." So yeah, I I struggle with that a lot. I don't know what it is, why my brain is so good with all these things it wants to remember, but someone's like, hey, do the dishes. And I'm like, yeah, what, what, when you didn't, when did that happen? You know? So I try my best to remember. It's just one thing. I got one thing in me and everything else is overwhelming. So I don't know how to allocate the sharpness of my brain to there, but for right now, it's just memorizing what it wants to. Okay. I'm sharp like that. I'm sharp, dude. Sharp like cheddar, right? I hear mouses crawling around my head in the night. Just, yeah, I think he's got, there's cheddar around here. Do you, you smell that? That brain is sharp. Sharp cheddar. I'm like, <laughs> how did you get in here? You know, my brain's so sharp. I've, I've caught people trying to stick dull pencils in my ears. You know, <sighs> it was worth a shot. He's so sharp. So yeah, I'm feeling good. Feeling refreshed, man. I spoke on the last episode how my parents were on vacation. I recently just went and picked my mother up. And she was returning with very heavy bags, you know. And my father, he called me. <clears throat> I don't know, my voice is just, it's breaking. I think it's sad about the fact that what I'm going to say is that my mom was returning with heavy bags and my father called me. He said, do not let your mom touch those bags. They are heavy. 
I said, freaking gosh, dang it, they're heavy for me too, you know? So <laughs> I drove there and it wasn't like a normal pickup at the airport because we had these, these huge heavy bags. I had to go and park in this place and I get shuttled over. Didn't know what I was doing, you know, and it's kind of like a weird trusting process where you just park in some place. I give them $2 and all of a sudden a buzz pulls up and everybody should be getting on and we're just trusting he's going to take me to where my mom is. I don't go to the Cleveland airport. I don't take these shuttles. I don't know what I'm doing. Flying by the seat of my pants, but I mean, not I'm shuttling by the seat of my pants and the shuttle guys are insane, dude. The way they drive is like they'll never be pulled over and I don't know if they have. I've never seen a shuttle buzz pulled over so he's like whipping through traffic trying to get there and he's like yeah you're gonna have a great time in florida I'm like i'm not going to florida i'm going to get my mom he's like oh is that what you said I'm like yeah but you know he's not really understanding because he's so focused on playing crazy taxi i get to my mother and the baggage claim dude the baggage claim is exciting because it's like a bunch of freaking apes just waiting for meal time at the zoo <laughs> Where's where's she coming out? Where's she? we're all gathered around? It's it's like a freaking Black Friday, but you're just trying to get your own stuff back. You know, it's like someone's gonna take it. It's like no, just wait. I'm sitting back. I'm watching this whole mess, and I'm a pretty crazy and excited guy, but I just couldn't understand it. What's also interesting about the baggage claim is that it almost feels like nobody is first. You know, we're all gathered around here, and we watch at least twenty bags go through. No one grabs them. You know, it's like the people that are throwing them onto the conveyor belt are like, I don't want it to feel unfair. So let's just grab some of these decoy bags and just send them around. So nobody grabs them for like the first eight minutes. We're watching more bags. That's not mine. That's not mine. That's not mine. So it takes way too long. And doesn't it feel like you're just always almost in last place? You feel like your bags take the longest for some reason. I don't know what that is, but. It was exciting to see everybody so excited to get their own stuff back. And while we were doing that, this gentleman came up to me and he he got right in my face. Like, hey, do you have a couple dollars for those homeless? And I'm like, what? And he gets closer. He's like, you have a few dollars to spare for the homeless. And I'm like, maybe. As I'm looking at this guy, <laughs> hair's nicely well-groomed. He's got champion freaking attire on. It's nice. It looks designer beard. Well-shapened. And I look down at his feet. He's wearing Jordans, dude. Guy comes up to me. You have a few dollars to spare for the homeless. I'm like, yeah. Do you know any? You know? Like, he's coming up to me, dude. So... It was an interesting situation. You ever have people walk up to you and they're they're asking for money as the homeless person? Now, I give money to the homeless people often, but I've got a pretty good judge on someone down on their luck. This guy looked like he was doing better than I was. I was like, are you sure I shouldn't be asking you for money, sir? You look great, man. You look well off. So I knew, not for fact, but for 99.100% certainty that... <laughs> This guy wasn't homeless, so I said, no, nah, I don't have any money, and I had to get the ticket. I was, unfortunately, it was in my wallet. I don't think he saw it, but, you know, it's, it's always an interesting situation. I don't know why he thought I was going to have something, dude. Like, my shorts are got plastered upon, you know. I got holes in my Ohio State shirt that I was wearing outside of the house that I felt really guilty about. This is when I realized I should throw it away. My shoes, I have my toes sticking out the bottom. You think I have money for you, sir? I'm waiting in a zoo of people for a bag. It, 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 look at the bag I'm about to pick up as it's coming around. It's got stains, it's an old military looking thing. It's like, dude, I'm not your guy. I'm sorry. 
did you really think I had something for you? That's not what he thought. There's no way he looked at me and thought, oh my gosh, this is the guy who's got dollars. No, he thought, hey, this kid looks gullible. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm sharp. I'm sharp. So anyways, I didn't give the guy any money. <laughs> And, you know, it is what it is. I hope he's doing okay if he is homeless and maybe he can sell his shoes or his beard styling kit. I have no idea, but he looks great. He looks fantastic. And I thought maybe there was a documentary or something. Maybe it was one of those shows where people follow someone. What would you do if a homeless man asked you for money? And I'm like, oh, gosh, catch myself on TV six months from now. This person finds a young gentleman at the baggage claim desperate down on his luck. And the guy was asking for food, too. I was like, dude. Like, don't you want to just sit outside of a McDonald's or something? This place, it's $35 for a water. Go, you know, like I said about the biggie bag, $5, you'll be okay. But he wanted so much money. Gosh dang, you know. So, again, if he is somehow down on his luck, okay, I don't know how you are. Go find a modeling agency. They'll take good care of you. So, anyways, I'm feeling good, man. And... Dude, I've been thinking about my New Year's resolutions lately. And also, this is the shirt I was wearing when I proclaimed them. Look at this. Everything is just, it's all fate. It's all intertwined. It's a big cycle and circle of something, you know? That's that's what life is. It's a circle of something. We don't know where it's going. Gandhi said that. So, <laughs> I was thinking about my New Year's resolutions and how I was going to run a marathon. And I, I've told you how I, I gave up on that dream. I let that crap go because I was getting quite good at it, but acquiring many of injuries. And recently started doing some sprints, you know, and I feel good about sprinting. It's a, it's a good feeling because, you know, a sprint, it's, it's a nice, it's a, a display of athleticism, you know? Like you can go in front of somebody, watch how fast I am. Nobody has ever said, all right, who wants to see me run a quick 5K? You know, it's like, what? No, go, what? I'm not going to sit here for 35 minutes. Go run your thing. I don't care. So <laughs> I would like to be fast, man. I would like to be like, oh, you want to see me run for eight seconds? Phew, he's quick. So I was like, hey, yeah, I'm still doing it. Can you believe that? I'm going to. I'm going to make it. Nobody sits there and, and shows that off. No one sh there's no there's no showmanship in a long distance runner. It's not sexy. It's not a nice feat to display. So I've officially retired it and it's it's partly hard, but you know what? I'm really getting into the speed of sprinting. There's something about it. You know, maybe it's the primal nature of just running as fast as you can. And I don't think anybody runs that fast unless there is something behind them chasing them. So I really feel like I'm running from something, which probably isn't the mentality. I think the fastest mentality, the people that are the quickest are usually chasing. That's what they want to be. But right now I'm like the gazelle and there's lions. Like, oh no, you know, I'm trying to be quick, but I'm also scared. So it really depends on what your biggest motivator is. Is it fear or is it determination? Right now mine is the fear of cramping and running and exercise altogether. So, yeah, what else is going on, guys? I've been working on that freaking Halloween special still. Okay, I know it's April. Halfway to Halloween, though. Okay, let's enjoy that. I felt behind on it. It's on my... Fr I got a dry erase board with all my list of deeds. Not one of them has been solved yet. <laughs> it says November on the list, too. So I really want to accomplish that, get that done. And it's just difficult. It's all time-consuming because you don't just have 12 hours to just knock out this thing and you're playing it back and back and back. It's one of those situations where 
you know when you get really behind on on work or something that's difficult if it, but it's physical i need help moving i'm so behind on this i need help with this job i'm i'm so far i need i need i need assistance i need people to rally behind me there's no rallying behind with these projects that i do they're all you know it, it, it's all from here nobody can speak with my voice nobody can edit and do the thing and write the stories that i'm trying to write art sucks in that way and that no one can help you out it's all you so this freaking 150 hour project rests entirely on my face and I can't get any assistance. So it's hard to find that much time in a day to get into the zone. But I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I was recently doing some Foley folly. I've heard it both ways. Let it be what it is. Gandhi said that. <laughs> and what that is, what Foley folly, whatever, is, is you're using real objects and making your practical sound effects. So I was doing a scene where they're like walking on gravel. So I went out in the yard. I'm freaking in the middle of the night shoveling and getting all this gravel into a bucket. Looks like I'm burying a murder. You know, if you're if you're digging at all in the middle of the night, it looks bad. There's no way someone catches you in the middle of the field. And you're like, oh, no, this just it couldn't wait. You know, I got a rally. We're physical job. We're trying to get this thing done, you know. So <laughs> it looked like I was up to no good. And I knew that. But I put all these rocks and then I have to do these shoes. I'm trying to make walking sounds. It feels silly and stupid. Here's a clip of it. This is so dumb, but it works. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> and, you know, it just it is what it is. It's one of those moments where you realize I'm not the coolest guy I know. You know, this is what am I what am I doing? And that's OK, dude. I don't care to be cool. You know, I've never been the coolest. I knew growing up that I wasn't going to be the cool guy. I was the homeschooled. OK, being cool. It, it wasn't on the cards for me. I had one brief stint where I felt like I was cool. And that's only because I was shy, like going into acting classes and then starting college. I was very quiet and reserved. People were like, oh my gosh, he's so cool. He barely says a thing. And I thought, wow, who would have thought? Me, Tristan Sartoris, a stoic. But I just didn't know what to say. And I felt uncomfortable. Like, wow, what a cool guy. So is anybody really cool? Or do you just have people think that you're cool? Because I wasn't cool. I wasn't any different. In fact, I thought I was less cool than I am now. I was wearing a less cool Ohio State shirt back then. Okay. I didn't have a hood like this. No flair. But anyways, yeah, I felt real cool because people thought I was cool in that time. And dude, they just, they would try and like buy me stuff. You know, they would buy me like Coke and little snacks and drinks. They could share it with me. It's like, why? And as soon as I started speaking up and becoming this enthusiastic gentleman that isn't perceived as cool people stop buying me stuff they don't give me gifts anymore there's something to be said about the quiet loser that people want their you know appreciation i want you to be valued i want you to tell me i'm awesome it's like i cool you're great i'm just i'm scared you know i'm not cool i just don't know what to say so that was my only my only time where someone looked at me and thought wow i bet he has a motorcycle it's like dude if only you knew I have a massive wedgie right now, but I'm too uncomfortable to grab it. I don't know what to do. So that's what I've been doing, working on this <laughs> Halloween thing a lot, man, trying to do some auditions. The thing about doing a lot of voiceover work and the podcast, doing multiple podcasts, I've only got one tool. You know, I don't have many garden hose and shovels and hoses and, and different picks and pitchforks. You know, I don't have many things to operate with. 
your voice has like a limited capacity before it, it starts going down. And I can't keep recording because it sounds like this. You know, I'm like, hey, so what's going It's like, that's not this. That's not the guy we're looking for. I'm looking for continuity. So it's difficult when so much of your life and your job and the things that you do revolve around your voice. Luckily, I have a lot of experience at never shutting up. So I'm good at talking for a long time. But it's during these situations, these extreme circumstances. I'm like, I don't know if I have it in the tank, dude. I don't know if I have it in the tank. So I'm trying. I don't know when we'll shut this podcast down. We're pretty close to the end here. I'm I'm trying to keep on talking, you know. And people say that I can keep on talking. And I think so too, dude. I could talk someone's ear off. All right. You ever heard of Vincent Van Gogh? Okay. So I'm good at talking, but it just depends on how much talking I feel like I should be doing, especially following Gandhi's advice, knowing that everything goes up. It can be very draining. It can, it can really burn you out in, in more ways than one. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to go take care of these dogs. I'm excited to finish this Halloween thing that's taken so long. And I hope people still enjoy it. You know, I'm not really a halfway to Halloween guy. I don't know if that's even a thing. But if it is, you know, celebrate it. You know, do the demons come back? You know, they're like, no, we only work this one night. Okay, this is Halloween Day of the Dead. What What do you think? We're going to be working half shift? I would be upset if I was one of these holidays and people are like, no, we want halfway now. Do you know how much work it takes Santa Claus to be prepared for Christmas? And you want Christmas in July? How do you think he's just busting that out? He's like, yeah, you know, it usually takes me 365, but don't worry. I can get it down to 180. I can make it. Ho, 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 no. You know, that's not fair. I don't, I've never been a big proponent of the halfway holidays because, you know, these mythical creatures, these beings that we have, what are you doing? Don't make these guys suffer like that. They have a lot on their plate already. Let him be. Except the Easter Bunny. Screw that guy. Okay. Make him work four shifts. I don't care. So anyways, guys, I, that is all, not really all that I have to talk about. All I probably should talk about. Got to risk them vocal coins. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Pray for me. Hope I'm having a fun time. Okay. We'll see what it is. There's a lot of dogs. I'm going to be experiencing a lot of barking. So we'll see. I will catch you guys. Hey, the next one. What am I doing, dude? I get so excited. No wonder my voice wears down and starts breaking. It was happening a lot of earlier. And I think that's just because I'm excited. And be careful following the ways of Gandhi because, like they said, everything goes up and it's dangerous. Peace.